Welcome to the Happy Win Podcast. You want to improve your self-confidence and better manage stress? You ask yourself questions about your future and your values? You need help motivating yourself, achieving your goals? You like challenges? You are passionate but held back by limited beliefs? This podcast is here to help you shine and surpass yourself. I am Laurence Godefroy, personal and professional coach. And I am convinced that there is a golden nugget hidden in each of us. Passionate about people and project management, I provide a coaching model that's oriented around having a growth mindset. Hi, everybody. I hope you're doing well. I'm so happy to connect with you again for the 14th episode of Happy Win. Today, I'd like to talk to you about a subject that worries a lot of people, the stare of others. How to avoid being influenced and affected by the stare of others? How to simply be yourself and not try transform yourself according to the stare of others? How finally to free yourself from the judgment and the criticism of others for more fulfillment and self-realization. As human beings, our value is indisputable and invaluable. Three points are very important. First of all, the love and the way we look at ourselves. Second point, the value we give ourselves. And third point, the way in which we validate or not the criticism against us. And these three points allow us to free ourselves from the opinion of others. So the three points is the love and the way we look at ourselves, the value we give ourselves, and the way in which we validate or not the criticism against us. It helps us to be entirely ourselves with our strengths, our vulnerabilities and imperfections. And by being totally ourselves, we can access at our deepest essence and our uniqueness. Come on, a little definition to start with. The stare of others. In fact, what is it? It's the thoughts that we have about what we imagine the other things think of us. It's also the criticisms that others make about us. And finally, it's the judgments of others about us. I will try to give you some examples to help you. Uh, the stare of others can affect us in different ways. I will give you three examples to illustrate that. The first one is when you put pressure on you during a presentation or an exchange with your manager. In this case, you may feel like you are not up to the task. You imagine that people think that you are not competent. And by having these thoughts, you put yourself in an internal state of lack of confidence. And this internal state will be reflected in your posture, in your voice, and therefore it will generating a perception as such for your listeners. Remember that your message there is 80% nonverbal. 
The non-verbal is the tone of the voice, the posture, the smile, the gesture, etc. So, ultimately, you are actors in the stare of others. And by refocusing on yourself, on what you want to deliver, on the message you want to convey, you avoid focusing on the stare of others. And what's more, you don't know what other people think. These are just guesses. And here you can use the second Toltec agreement. Don't make assumptions. Uh, for that, if you want more details, you can listen to the ninth episode of this podcast on Toltec agreements. In other, in other words, don't make assumptions, but prefer asking questions. If you want feedback, ask questions. You can do a satisfaction survey. You can use the tools of agile methodology, such as ROTI, uh, ROTI for Return on Time Invest, which takes only five minutes at the end of the meeting and which allows you to collect easily people's level of satisfaction. The second example I want to share with you um, is when you are afraid of the way other, others uh, look at your way of, for example, managing or leading your team. In the same way as for the previous example, It's the feedback that can help you to see things clearly. There are more elaborate agile methodology tools, such as the retrospective, which allow you to dig deep into a subject or even to analyze your management, your actions, etc. Uh, I work on that with one of my coaches and it really helps a lot. He had to talk about the management of a team quickly following the departure on maternity leave of a person. He had doubts and questions about his management. And by setting up the retrospective in a non-IT context, um, helped, it helped him create a bond with his new team. And this tool really gave him self-confidence and leadership. It reassured him about his ability to manage a team different from the one he had managed. So feedback is very important to improve. The idea that we have of the judgment of others has no added value since it does not reflect reality. We will never know exactly what other people are thinking except by asking them. You can also use tools like 360 or Reflected Best Self. These tools allow you to collect feedback from your colleagues, your managers, and also your relatives. By sending a questionnaire by email, people give you feedback on the points you want to focus on. The Reflected Best Selves is also a very interesting tool. It does not collect answers to questions, but it asks the people targeted to tell short stories in two or three lines, illustrating times when you were on top. And as a result, this feedback is only positive. And more of it gives you an image, sometimes surprising, <laughs> I can assure you, of how others see you. 
all these tools are very useful to avoid making assumptions. And I assure you, sometimes you find out surprising things about what people think of you. And it just wasn't aligned with your assumption at all. The third example concerns the criticisms and judgments we receive. And here uh, I will share my example, my own experience. I can tell you about it because I have always been very sensitive to criticism from others. Before, moreover, I think that uh, really I distorted myself to please others. And in addition, I was always afraid of displeasing them. So I tried to work on myself. And really, by working on myself on several levels, I managed to detach myself a little from the stare of others. Uh, I work on, uh, I boost my self-confidence with training, with meditation and sport. I work on my limiting beliefs. I, uh, I've learned uh, and I am still learning to accept failure, to take myself less seriously. And I, I think that I have still work to do, but uh, it's, um, it's in continuous, it's, uh, it, uh, it's, in, um, it's improving. And also by telling myself that I am doing my best And after I let, I let go and suddenly I no longer feel guilty and I no longer judge myself. And I assure you, it's very relaxing. To avoid being too influenced by the opinion of others, try not to make assumptions. You can't, you can't know what other people, uh, what is in others people's minds. So ask questions uh, and ask for feedback. Regarding criticism and judgments, decide if you want to validate them without altering your value. You are the master. And also know that the judgment of others is linked to their value, to their values, sorry, their functioning. It is as such related. Okay, so now how you can put all of this into practice. There are four points that can help you. The first one is accept your imperfections and be yourself. This will boost your self-confidence. You can work on your culture of failure too. It helps a lot to release the pressure. To say to yourself, as Nelson Mandela said, that I, quote, I never lose, either I win or I learn. You can also listen to the podcast on the culture of failure to help you. I think it's the third one or the four, fourth one. The second point that can help you is be convinced that as a human being, your value is inestimable and cannot be undermined by error, poor performance or failure. Your value does not change. The third point is be kind to yourself and others. In fact, How we judge ourselves is often a reflection of how we judge others. And the fourth one is practice the Toltec agreement, especially the last one. Always try to do your best and then don't go back. Don't judge yourself. In conclusion, the stare of others has no added value, especially if it's assumptions that you make about what other people think. 
it's often a reflection of your way of seeing things. Reviews and judgments are interesting insofar as you validate them and allow you to improve. And here again, it's up to you to validate, to decide what you want to transform in yourself with kindness and without questioning your interesting value. The challenge is not to please others, but to continue your transformation. Remember, as a human being, your value is unquestionable, unquestionable and priceless. Go, go, go. I wish you to be entirely yourself and to do your best by accepting failure to free yourself from the stare of others. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you like it, feel free to share it with your friends and to give a five star on Apple Podcast. If you'd like more information on anything I've said today, you can contact me on www.happywin.fr for personalized coaching to meet your needs. Happiness is a state of mind. La Bella Vita is my mantra. See you soon for the next podcast. Have a great day and remember, your success is already inside of you.